Tom here, and welcome back to Owl Celebrates Learning, a podcast that features the stories of students from the owl community. Today we will hear about Kate's great-great-grandparents, their migration from Sweden, and their love story. Two people, eight years apart, end up in a tiny town in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. The amazing part? They grew up only 130 miles apart from each other, halfway across the world. Their names were Jim Holmbeck and Emma Kloverstein, and they were my great-great-grandparents. To understand this extraordinary meeting, we need to travel back to Sweden, 1890. There's 4.78 million people crowded into a space slightly larger than California. But Sweden is full of snow-capped mountains and sprawling forests, meaning there's almost no space for farmland, the biggest labor force at the time. Thus, the booming population sets their eyes on America, where advertisements falsely say the streets are paved with gold, 1.25 million Swedes migrate to the U.S. over the course of 85 years, 300,000 of them ending up in Minnesota. Specifically in Chisago and Ashanti counties, they make up 70% of the population, and businesses actually start advertising directly to Swedish immigrants and the vast array of marketable skills they bring over with them. Jim Holmbeck joins the emigrants in 1892. He was forced to migrate after a physical fight with a fellow military officer. Tom Houle, my grandfather, wrote a book about our family history and described this event as... Jim faced severe military discipline for this breach of conduct, but was given an option to leave the country within 24 hours. With his father's financial help and business connections, he was able to obtain the funds necessary to take advantage of this option. It's verified that Jim left quickly and did not even sign out of his parish, an unusual way of departure. But Jim's arrival was pretty normal. After landing in New York, he spent the next 12 years bouncing around the many labor industries here until he eventually met... Emma... Kloverstedt. Born in 1881, Emma's journey here was much more simple. After the death of her father in 1900, she and her mother followed a long line of chain migration to join the rest of their family in the U.S. But Emma had a much harder time adjusting to this new environment. She reportedly got pregnant just after arriving here and later had to put the baby up for adoption. So they had the language barrier, they had, they were poor, maybe there was some depression, maybe there was some pain of, because of this child, you know, that was, she had some hard things to deal with, because I mean, you know, there was a really probably a lot of prejudice against our, you know, disapproval against her for that. That's Gloria Hull, my grandmother who helped her husband research these two people's lives. According to her, Emma ended up meeting Jim when she was working as a cook in a logging camp. They married in 1904 and moved to Aiken, Minnesota to start their family. By 1925, their household numbered 
nine people. The family had to struggle economically and not waste their hard-earned money on unnecessary or frivolous items. They were like many other poor immigrant families struggling to make a life for themselves in a new country. Occasionally, Emma's mother Anna would come and stay for a long period of time and knit socks and other items needed. The family was already struggling when tragedy struck in 1929. Jim passed away, and Emma suddenly had to support her entire family alone, with her youngest daughter only being four years old at the time. Just as quickly as Emma found a stable life here, it was taken away from her. There's no way of knowing what Emma or Jim's life would have been like if they had remained in Sweden, but their story shows us that a life-changing move and a one-in-a-million chance of meeting your life partner doesn't always guarantee a happily ever after. Thank you, Kate, for sharing a story about your ancestors. If you are interested in hearing more stories like these, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you like what you hear, share it with some other podcast lovers. Positive reviews are always appreciated as well. And remember, you can find other quality work at OwlCelebratesLearning.com and reach out to me at OwlCelebratesLearning at gmail.com. Insert snappy closing statement here.